the land, the ground, takes up, I would say, the, the bottom two-thirds of, of the frame. And there's a, a track, a brown, muddy, quite well-used track that's extending from the bottom of the picture frame. It takes up the whole of the, 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 you know, the, whole of the picture. And then that recedes and curves off to the left, and that forms one kind of diagonal. And that's met by, in the, uh, in the other side of the picture, the, the, the slope of the hill on which a cathedral has been built. And the cathedral is just off to the right of the centre. And all of this is framed, really, by uh, the two lots of trees that meet. And on the left-hand side, we've got um, a single uh, big tree. And here we come across the first major problem. I'm reminded of that moment when Richard Avedon is walking through Central Park with Adam Gopnik. And they start talking about these trees. And uh, Avedon says, them's trees. I don't do trees. So whereas somebody who was more at one with the natural world might be able to tell you, might be able to see uh, a particular kind of tree, all I'm seeing is this thing called a tree, uh, a tree with very brown leaves. And there's a sense that this picture takes place both at the end of a day, towards the end of the day, and towards the end of the season. It's got this doubly autumnal quality because the tree is, it's still fully in leaf, but it's all turning turning very brown. This picture occupies a diagonal about um, uh, taking up maybe a, a quarter of the picture, the whole of the left side, and it extends right down to, uh, to the bottom of the frame where we've got some kind of fence or style or a gate, something like that. Uh, on the other side, we've got what looks to me like a different kind of tree. Uh, the tree on the left the leaves are coming right the way down to, to the floor, whereas here we've got the, uh, uh, the uh, what do you call it, the main bit of the tree, um, uh, which is quite bare of leaves, and then the, uh, the canopy is less dense than the trees on the other side. Uh, but I think what's quite interesting is that they meet and frame the sky and the cathedral, forming this um, almost like a Norman arch. And of course, I think it's quite common when People, have, uh, people are in the forest, they talk about the cathedral of trees. And so you've got this kind of pun going on. You've got the cathedral in the background uh, being framed by this sort of cathedral of trees. Uh, the trees, of course, they're vertical, but they're all very, um, they're very um, uh, sort of imprecise and uh, not very sharply drawn. Whereas the cathedral, interestingly, although it's in the distance and is therefore hazier and less distinct. Actually, weirdly, as you look more closely, you see actually the cathedral has been drawn very, very finely, which really emphasizes this, emphasizes this absolute vertiginousness of the, uh, the man-made cathedral in contrast with the, uh, you know, the organic, um, uh, unlinear un form of the trees. And what it seems to me you have in terms of mood is like a domesticated, uh, very well cultivated English idea of, I don't know, German Romanticism. And, but it seems to me that in many ways everything has been reduced in this, in this picture. Uh, you no longer get that fathomless, infinite 
um, sense of, uh, of longing that you get in, uh, in, in the German Romanticism. This is a much more, um, uh, it's, uh, it's a much less isolated um, and more cultivated in every sense kind of picture. Uh, and weirdly what happens because of these two trees framing the the sky and the cathedral, weirdly you get this thing where um, it's it's actually a rather cosy picture. It's almost like being indoors and looking out at this uh, extent of sky through this window frame, the frame uh, formed by these by these trees. Let's try to go for a bit more detail. Um, along this track there's a kind of hedgerow and again there's this um, uh, there's this slightly muddy autumnal feel to it. The, the, the hedgerow is a kind of green but very heavily flecked with uh, flecked with with brown. What it's certainly not, it's in no way an image of wilderness. I'm going to go back a little bit uh, just pick up on something I said about it being like a window. Actually I realize I've got that slightly wrong. I think I read somewhere that maybe the idea of the window is derived from the Scandinavian word meaning maybe wind eye and obviously what's happening with these very leafy trees is I think they, they're serving as almost curtains. So what you get the sense of maybe is that these curtains uh, have been pulled back to, to, to reveal the view and that again I think contributes to the to the f slight feeling of, um, of uh, um, not exactly artifice but comfortable homely familiarity uh, about the, the scene. Everything about it is highly conventionalized but I suppose that's not just a product of the person painting the picture. I guess it would already be there at the, um, uh, the level at which the landscape itself was, was conceived. That the trees would have been planted probably with an idea of providing a nice prospect with the, with the cathedral in it. It's the kind of picture actually which I think it's typically when you're going through these kind of uh, uh, museums, it's the kind of picture which you don't give a second glance to. Um, <coughs> which is quite funny really. So it's a picture which, uh, which really over time has rendered itself almost invisible.